Hi, I'm James Sykes, CEO of Metal Energy. We're a nickel exploration with assets in Ontario and Manitoba. Our flagship property, the Manabridge Project, is a past-producing high-grade nickel mine with a lot of nickel left in the ground there. And so we're trying to explore it and prove that this can be a mine of the future. Now over to your host, Mr. Matthew Gordon. Oh, that's good. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Hey, well, good to see you, James. I haven't seen you since uh, January, um, and I know we'll see you again in, in November, um, perhaps capture up on, the, on Baseload, one of the other all group companies. Um, look, we when, when we spoke, it was early days, you just listed in at the end of last year, um, focused on Mount Bridge and also Strange. So I kind of like to kick off with the Strange project, because I think you were going to look at a couple of holes there. Yeah, so What's Strange, happening? we did complete one drill hole. We were supposed to do two, and it's... It was it was a little bit difficult with the just the way things worked out. It took us six weeks to drill 700 meters, so there were a lot of issues, and we just felt that going after the second hole at this time would have not been the best use of shareholder funds. So with the one drill hole that we did complete, though, we we found the results to be very interesting. We found the right rock types, which is what we were looking for with. Uh, uh, mafic mafic bodies intruding into the sediments so they do exist however as far as any fertility involved uh, we didn't see much in the way of, of nickel mineralization within the within the mafic units or, or the sediments so we're on to we're going to be looking at drill hole two in the future probably next year because it is the better target just logistically we started out with the one that was closest to the road the idea to move into the second drill hole. So, uh, yeah, next year we'll we'll target the strongest magnetic anomaly on that project. Okay, no pregnant rock. Okay, well let's 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 go back to uh, Manor Bridge, um, which seems to be the well, effectively the, fl the flagship project here. Um, X Falcon Bridge asset. So um, you announced the ten thousand meter drill program. Um, you raised some money uh, at the beginning of the year. What, what's happening? So we yeah exactly we wanted to complete ten thousand meters, and then the market just really crashed out globally across across the board. So uh, we got about fifty two hundred meters complete. And that was by the end of July. And we just decided to be cash conservative. We had spent all of our flow through commitment. So we figured that we wouldn't have any penalties coming up. And it was just, it was a wise and prudent move to retain as much of our capital because we don't know how long this, this whole market scenario is going to, going to last for. I, I see a lot of other nickel companies and nobody's getting any joy for, for nickel results. So to, to raise money at lower share prices, just really, isn't something that we want to do. So if there is a way to have um, to, to see these share prices go up and, and just do a raise at, at higher levels, then you know that'd be great. So we've got the time to do that. Yeah, no, right. And look, we, I was speaking to a CEO of a, it's actually a gold company uh, this morning, taking, pretty much saying the same uh, attitude to this. They said, you didn't put out a PFS, market didn't care. In fact, anything, the stock went down. Off a good PFS, it must be said. Um, so they've said, well, we are downing tools and um, we're just going to focus on desktop for now. So nothing wrong with that. Just want to understand that the, the sort of mentality. So with the, with the 5,200 that you did do, what were you seeing? Nickel everywhere you look. It's a great system. That's, this is one of the reasons why, why we went after this project right away and why we're so ambitious and, and bullish on it. Everywhere you look along this trend, it's just nickel, nickel, nickel. We use a 0.3% nickel cutoff and, and it's always there. So we're seeing sulfides, we're seeing nickel, we're seeing copper, we're seeing cobalt even, and even PGEs, which were never assayed for before. So there's a lot of different styles of mineralization. Well, 
I guess the tip, the, the typical uh, nickel cobalt copper styles that you would find, they're all there. And it's it, continuously along this kilometer trend. Now we're trying to pinpoint where we're going to find these, what I would like to call pearls on a string. Was what was mined in the past. They mined 1.3 million tons at 2.5% nickel uh, with some copper byproduct. We do believe that that was just a one piece of the entire pie that is there. And so with, with some of the drill holes that we had from, from this winter, we had 30 odd meters at 1% basically. That's a, that's a pretty successful and, and quite, quite ripe area for, for mineralization. So we're trying to follow up in that area because there are historic drill holes which had very similar results, uh, 40 meters at 1%. So we know that that is a little bit more fertile. We know that there is mineral, great mineralization within that area. And that's one of these pearls on the string that we really want to develop and, and see how large see how large it can go, but also where can we find more of these? Right, so um, 5,200 meters, um, are all those assays out? Have we no, seen everything? Not a single one. No. We're, we're, seeing, we're seeing the lab. So the lab does, uh, I guess, they provide us with information in three different parts. The third part being the actual assays coming back. Typically, I would say within 30 days is when you get uh, step two. And we've seen a lot of step twos come in. So theoretically, within the next two to four weeks is when we should start seeing some assay results come out. We're expecting some good results. Will that be everything all at once? I mean, are you batching these things? I mean, how are you releasing? They're unbatched. Right. Okay. No, they they will be batched for sure. Okay. And when would the entirety of of that that drilling be out? I would I would say around that four to six weeks feels okay. appropriate. Okay. And okay. some of our yeah some of our some of our later holes that we drilled uh, between holes twenty and twenty five. There were some interesting results coming out of the XRF. So we're, we're looking at some, yeah, we're, we're very excited to see what we'll get. Okay, right. So it's, 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 it's high grade. You've, you find, you're finding, well, you, you, you're excited about what, you, what you're seeing there. Um, but you, you've got to kind of rein things back because the markets and you'd be burning through cash and Raising capital, I guess, would be expensive in, in in the current environment. Not just for nickel, I think. I think we're seeing it across the board. Are there any kind of because you're you're going through the process of acquiring the Manor Bridge project, right? You know, you you, you start. I think you you uh, started with forty nine. Uh, you're up to seventy now, and you you want to get to one hundred percent. In terms of if you slow things down, does that affect your ability to acquire this? Are there any kind of um, get out of jail uh, clauses for them? Not entirely, because we've got. We've completed every stage and all of the, the cash requirements, all the share requirements have been issued to Can Alaska. The one thing that we are just, that we're, we're lacking to reach that 100% is a total of $4 million of exploration expenditures. We've, we've completed about 3 million this year. So we've only got a million dollars of exploration left. Uh, completing a 10,000 meter program, uh, so I guess the remaining 4,800 meters would, would definitely get us over that that obstacle and then give us 100% uh, 100% manage 
But do you need to do that? So you need to do that within the four million needs to be spent within what time frame, though? Um, within twelve months, at least. I think uh, I do believe it's actually longer than that. But we're confident we're going to have that done within the next six months, at least. Okay, okay, okay. So no, okay. So that that's fine. Um, and then with regards to um, the you know, where you go from here, because obviously, okay, we're going to rein in rein in the spend at the moment. When do you kind of assess the market? Is it like a monthly? Board meeting? Is it a quarterly session? Is you going to wait till the end of the year? I mean, how do you make decisions? Yeah, more of a quarterly type of basis. Uh, things can change so rapidly on a, on a week to week, month to month basis that we we do assess on the quarterly scenario. But trying to get this drill program done and and looking at future raises, well, that's that is more the the month to month type of scenario. But how far we're, we're permitted to drill one hundred thousand meters. And we have that permit for over three years. Now we applied for that amount because we want to drill that amount. So it, the, the more that we do delay our drilling, the more that we will have to do over, over a shorter period of time. So there is, there's kind of that, that urgency in a sense to really, really, you know, keep, continue to uh, make our, make our moves and steps forward uh, on more of a, a tighter, tighter time frame than, than on a quarterly uh, quarterly scenario but you know, again we're, we're up against the market I feel like our backs against the wall in this type of scenario but we we do believe that this is going to be big we do believe there's there's a lot going on so we'll 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 assess as necessary okay and so I mean obviously like your share price has been battered like everyone else's here with like I think 17 cents at the beginning of the year seven cents now um and you know, not not a lot of interest shown by retail more broadly. Yet the yet industry, if you're looking at um, you know certainly EVs, they are investing hundreds of billions of um, dollars um, into you know getting their infrastructure geared up for this. There's a sort of disconnect between sort of equities markets and what the industry is is doing. I guess that's slightly. Slightly frustrating. So, what, what's your message to um, retail? Invest. Get behind. Get behind what is booming, and electric vehicles are booming. Renewable energies, which require batteries, are booming. This is this is definitely a path forward, and it's not going anywhere. This is the way of the future. There's, you know, you're, you're looking at a lot of these electric vehicle plants going up that are costing billions and billions of dollars more and more people are buying electric vehicles. I did a road trip across Canada this year, this summer, and it was, you know, I was honestly shocked at the amount of Teslas that you can see on the road. It was, it, yeah, definitely blew me away. I didn't think there'd that be that many in Canada, but there are. So this is, this is the reality. This is the route that we are going. And without having the, without having the resources to help this burgeoning, these burgeoning industries move forward, where they're they're going to run stagnant, and then you know it's not just the the OEMs in the end who lose out if they can't get the resources, because you've got investors in those as well. So it's it's all part of the big big cycle of everything, and everybody needs to everybody needs needs to do their part, and that's where we want Metal Energy with Manabridge to do our part is to provide the nickel that's required, and obviously we need investors for that. Yeah, you, you, you do. And the, the, the thesis is there. It's kind of obvious. And we're in a sort of 
Down a pressure cycle when it comes to equities at the moment, but you know, hopefully we come out the other side. These cycles that do tend to do that. So um, there's some bargains to be had, folks. But your job, your job, James, is to say to people, well, what is it that you see here? It's early, early days for you guys. You've just started, you know, end end of last year. Um, you you you're seeing good good results so far but you're not you're not going to spend the money to kind of keep keep that sort of going because you're not getting the reaction in the market but what's the big picture here for you guys what what is it that you see that perhaps the market needs to understand or you will ho- hopefully help them understand we're going to see how the results come out we're going to see how the market reacts to results from the summer's drill program if positive then good and that's the easy step forward if not then we know it will be a little bit more difficult on the path forward, which uh, again, our our intention for this project right from day one was to bring this into an operating line. It is such an easy scenario. The infrastructure is there. It was a past producing mine. The, the mineralization is still there. There's a lot going on for it. There are new mining techniques that can be applied. There are new um, processing techniques that can be applied that they didn't have back you know, 70, back in the 70s and 80s when this was being lined out. So there's, you, you, can take, you can take a lot more of the rock that is there, and I do believe you, you can make that economic. We're in the right jurisdiction. We're in Manitoba, Canada. We're within the Thompson Nickel Belt. We're 100, 100 kilometers south of Thompson. So again, all of the infrastructure is there. Railway's right there. The road is right there. You know, to it's it's a five minute drive to get from the highway to where we're drilling to where there could be a mine. So it, it this is what we want to do. We really want to put this guy into production. This is it it it, it was basically a no brainer for all of us to get involved into this because of that. Uh, what what did, what did you mean? I didn't want to pick you up in it. What did you mean to say? Oh, um, new techniques and this this could be economic mining because it's it's high grade. You're talking about the high high grade. Components that, but how, how would you mine this? How do you think that this all body type of all body gets mined economically in With, the future? So, as per that uh, that area that I was talking about earlier, where we're seeing thirty meters of one percent, forty meters of one percent, that is what I would consider to be near surface. So that's within one hundred to one hundred and fifty meters from surface. So, is there an open pit potential there? If so, I think that's an easy opportunity. If not then there is potential for block caving. That's, uh, it, block caving seems to be the, the open pit analogy in the underground scenario. Uh, it is, yeah, it seems to be one of the most cost effective, especially if you've got bulk tonnage scenario, then block caving works well. On the end of that, then you've got other techniques such as ore sorting. So with, with the sulfides, which are quite readily distinguishable uh, with, uh, through XRF scanners and things like that, you could crush your ore and then sort it. And so you're sending less material into the mill in the, in the end of things. So you're, you're, you're saving a lot of costs on the milling side of things. Okay. 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 Interesting. Okay. Well, look, you, you're getting some more data out, say in the next few weeks. Brilliant. I'll see you in, do you say November? Yeah, it is November, isn't it? Yeah. Or was it October? No, November. November, November is November. I'll see you in London in November. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll hook up that. Uh, for sure. I'm glad place base load's going well. Um like I say, um, you know, it's it's good time to be in uranium. I'm at the WNA tomorrow and we'll hear what everyone's gotta say and hopefully 
some good news in the market, but it feels like it's, it feels like uh, Groundhog Day, doesn't it, the last three years? <laughs> you know what? I, I think it's it feels like... better. I just everything, everything, even even with nickel or just the markets having no love, everything is still up within the last two yeah, years. Everything is still up, and that trend's not going to go anywhere. All prices are good. But that's a, that's a actually a crazy thing here. The metal prices are through the roof. Industries are spending hundreds of billions of dollars getting this shit sorted and trying to nail down supply chains. You've seen so many people, so many of these OEMs like moving back upstream and you know buying into mines now, lithium yeah, mines. You've seen Ford, GM, Tesla, you know, doing this stuff. It's insane because they're just going. Uh, not so sure where it's coming. I don't think the metal traders are going to have too many options for us. Or, quite frankly, the price pricing could get out of control if it's down to metal traders. So, yeah, it, it'd be interesting to see what else and who else they pick up over the next 18 months or so. so I think it's going to get crazy. Metal energy? Hey? hey <laughs> Let's hey, get that out hey. there, people. Come on. <laughs> we will. We will, man. Okay, well, um, good to see you, mate. Get up with that. And we'll, uh, I'll see you, see you in London, all right? All right. Thanks a lot, man.